Doctor, I've just received something I want to take a look at. Not now, Rankin. Sir, Corporal Rutherford just passed. What? I saw him an hour ago. This report, it's about him, from his CO, Urquhart. Talks about the shelling. So? I hardly care about the make and model right now. But there's a personal note here. Urquhart says Rutherford saw a woman in white moments before the attack. He thought it was dashed peculiar. Give it here. This says Rutherford left the dugout at 5.04 a.m. Nurse Foley, do you have the time? Right now. How odd. It's 5.04. That's 24 hours exactly. The lady in white knew. Rutherford was told he had a day to die, and the timer must have started the moment he saw her. She appeared to him like the harbinger of death itself. Don't you see? She was right. She predicted his death down to the second. How can she have known? And if she can see the future with such accuracy, what else is she capable of? I fear this isn't the last death to come at the hands of this mysterious lady in white. And worse, we don't know who she's coming for next. It could be any of us. Anyone at all. What nonsense. Magical women who can see the future. What claptrap. Do you not believe in magic, Major? And who precisely are you? I am one of the women you seek. You? You're the one who has been leading my men astray with your doom-mongering. Telling them they're going to die, then what? Slipping them some poison to hasten the process along? Act like some angel of mercy so no one believes you're real? No, you're a spy. A good one, I'll admit, to evade capture for as long as you have, but a spy nonetheless. Rankin, we have to have a talk. You can't just leave in a huff. Can't you see I'm in the middle of something? And what, may I ask, are you doing that is more important than investigating the death of one of your soldiers? Or have you already forgotten about Rutherford? This newcomer cannot see me. Do you wish to revisit your position on magic, Edgar? Well, Rankin, what are you looking at? Uh, nothing. You know, there is such a thing as knocking, Doctor. It is the polite thing to do. I'm a major, and I intend to be treated as such. So sorry we didn't stop all those terrible things. We were too busy wasting time with niceties. Do you expect me to salute you, too? I'm not afraid of your antiquated bureaucratic threat, Major. All having me shot for disrespect will achieve is losing more men to this woman in white because you buried your head in the sand. She's the one I'm scared of because we don't know the extent of her power and what that'll mean for the war. What precisely do you want me to do about her? She's so elusive no one can see her. Except the dead and the dying. And you, of course, Major Rankin. Though I'm sorry to say you aren't an exception. I need something tangible. I can't contact my superiors and tell them there's a mysterious woman that only some men can see causing havoc. Are you more worried about having an awkward conversation with your boss than saving lives? What are you waiting for? Must you wait to see her with your own eyes? You better hope it isn't too late by that point. I am here to mark your last day, Major. I am sorry for your forthcoming loss. No. Rankin, what's wrong? You seem scared. I'm far from scared. And kindly refrain from such speculation. I will not have you spreading such harmful gossip at this hospital. Whatever. I came to your office to get your permission to visit the front. I need your signature, otherwise I'll be stopped before I can talk to Urquhart. He was there when Rutherford first saw the woman. Maybe he knows something. 
You haven't been here as long as some of the others, but I have a decent grasp of your character. Not the sort of man who asks permission to do anything. 19th of May. Dr. Smith attempting unrecognized medical treatment. 2nd of June. Dr. Smith found tampering with vehicle. 9th of June. Dr. Smith found in possession of uncertified medication. Need I go on? He is quite the rebel. I see why your blood pressure has risen so much. Not going to refute any of that, Doctor? What would be the point of it when it's all true, but nothing came of any of that? Because I ensured it didn't. I was happy to let that all slide as they were minor infractions. And you did good. You made a positive difference. But if you go running to the front to play detective, it'll be seen as dereliction of duty and will lead to a court-martial. So this is your only warning. Now's the time to behave and do as you are told. Stay put. Help the men. No expeditions for answers to questions no one need ask. I trust I am making myself perfectly clear. You're dismissed. How kind. If only I believed him. You were right not to, Edgar. He will betray your trust. He really couldn't see you. Of course not. Only those in immediate need see me, such as yourself. I can't be dying. No. How? Why? That's not important. All that matters is that I'm here to help you. No. No, I can't. No. Darcy, come back. Please, Darcy. McNeish, listen to my voice. Focus on my words. You're safe. Miss Millie? Why are you here? You're in the hospital tent. Take a moment. Breathe in, McNeish. <sighs> no harm. The hospital. Yeah, I know now. I'm sorry, Miss Millie. I didn't mean to scare you. I just feel so... useless here. I want to go, but one-legged Fergus here ain't up to much. Ain't under no delusions about that. Ain't gonna grow my leg back. You don't know what it does to us. Being here. How it gets in your head. Everywhere I look is some other soldier going back to his duty and I stay here. There's barely a face in this tent I recognize from when I got here. Men come and go faster than... Not all of them made it, McNeish. So please, speak respectfully. At least they get to leave. Sorry, Miss Millie. Please forgive me. I didn't mean that. Just... This place. My body got broke out in no man's land. Well, name that place, I tells you. No man should ever go there. Now my mind's getting broke here. Even you with your pretty face and perplexing eyes. You walks in and out, and I thinks to myself, I ain't never gonna do that again. You're lucky, and you don't know it. I'm sorry. I truly am. Ain't your fault. It's just this war. You tells me to rest, but that ain't easy knowing that there are men out there dying in my place. If only when it should be me. Men like Rutherford. Oh, McNeish, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but Rutherford passed. You don't seem surprised. That's all they does. Leave me behind. He kept babbling, even in his sleep. Talking about that lady. You knows. That lady in white. I heard rumors about her. She wants the tents. Comes for the weekends. Gives the gift of peace. Maybe. You haven't seen her, have you, McNeish? Not me. But you have. I've seen you. You thought I was sleeping. But you were talking with someone. 
Althea, I think. Oh, right. Fergus. I ain't told no one. Don't you worry. But, well, now I'm curious. How comes you can see and talk with the lady in white, yet you ain't condemned to die in a day like everyone else? What makes you special, Miss Millie? Fine, Rankin. If you won't give me the go-ahead, I'll live up to expectations and do what I please. (sighs) Second he notices I'm missing, he'll know I've gone to the front. If only someone here could run interference. Maybe I could ask Foley. Like the girl. She has quite the spirit, yet I hate to cast aspersions, but there's something about Nurse Foley. Those eyes of hers. Orange. So unnatural. Hmm. Right, what will I need? My scanner. That'll come in handy. Ah, that's where I put the biscuits. Sustenance is essential, after all. And a water bottle full of... Ooh, cold tea. Best replace that. And some paper. Perfect. This letter authorizes Dr. John Smith to investigate the front line as part of an investigation. Blah, blah, legal jargon, military jargon, blah, home office approved, etc. Signed, Major Edgar Rankin. There we go. I doubt he'd even realize that wasn't his signature. Probably shouldn't be so proud of forging as a skill. Ah, well. Lookout will have to speak to me when he sees that letter. Brilliant. Well, no time better than the present. And it's going to be a long walk. If only I still had my TARDIS. It's not like her to desert me like this in the middle of a war. I just hope she hasn't fallen into enemy hands. Special? Oh, I don't know what you mean. <sighs> yeah, it does. And fiddling with me bandages ain't gonna distract me. I've always tried to keep it hidden. Some people can be cruel. You're a kind soul, McNeish, so I'm trusting you. From a young age, I discovered I had a special connection with the world. I call it the sight. What's that mean? You see what ain't there? Like a... hallucination? A hallucination? Yeah, I thought we'd been tainted by this war. All poisoned. Each and every one of us. This whole rotten world... You're saying she's real. The ladies. I heard the whispers. The fellows have described them differently. Hair, eyes, voice, little things. I thought they were just picturing different loves, but they weren't mad, were they? There's more out there than just us humans. There are other beings who live on this earth beside us. But they remain unseen. And you see these people with your sight? I do. And they see us. And where do you think you're going, Doctor? The tents are in the other direction. Oh, are they? Silly me. Insubordination will not be tolerated. I am your superior. Now answer my question. Where are you going? Just for a stroll. Spend some time with my thoughts. Get my head straight. With such a full satchel, seems mightily suspicious to me. Let's have it here. Hey now, no need to use force. I somehow doubted you'd willingly offer it up. Now what do we have here? Oh, well, it's just some water to stay hydrated. It's very important, you know. What's this? It looks like a letter. To be completely honest with you, Rankin... It's the most peculiar thing. I'd have sworn that's my signature at the bottom. Except I didn't sign any letter for you. I can explain everything. I bet you can. How about you start by telling me... Who is the lady in white? Really? 
Because all this talk of German spies and French landowners, it doesn't make sense. Much as I try, I can't make it fit. Whatever's happening is beyond my experience. She isn't human, but a creature from another realm, something unlike anything you've ever encountered before. You've seen her, haven't you? Too clever by half. Yes, Doctor. She appeared to me. I call myself a rational man, but even with the evidence of my own eyes, I refuse to accept it to begin with. But she's real. I see that now. I only have a day to live. We don't know if that's true. You might have longer. I have to hope she's wrong and that I won't die, but I don't plan on wasting any more time waiting to see what happens. I'm not taking any risks. I want answers, and I think you're my best hope. You won't need this phony letter, Doctor, because I'm coming with you. We're both going to the front, and we can talk to Urquhart together. You really don't have to. We're going to find out how far this has spread. See if we can't end it. I'm going to requisition us a vehicle. Speed up our journey considerably. Together, Doctor. Yes? Yes, Rankin. Thank you for your support. Maybe it's already too late, but we have to try. Ah, Foley. Trust the person I was looking for. I'm taking a little trip and I need someone to keep an eye on things in my absence. I've made you a walkie-talkie. A walkie what now? Uh, it's a portable radio, see? Press the button on the side and... You speak into here, then let go of the button and I can reply with my own walkie, uh, radio. I would have made a smartphone, but I lacked the parts. Anything unusual, particularly noteworthy, let me know. Happy with that? Okay, Doctor. Gladly, if it'll help. Marvelous. I'm off to find some answers about Rutherford's death. I have a lead to follow. The Lady in White. She seems like a kind spirit. She took his pain away. There's something I don't trust about people who are constantly hiding from me. If she hadn't done that and hit all his symptoms, I could have saved him. He'd still be alive, but she took that chance from us. From all the people they've given their offer of so-called mercy. All of this is baseless. She only wants to do good. Why do you say that? Why did Rutherford have to die? Foley, wait! Dashed out in a hurry, didn't she? Clearly wanted to get away. Shame. She seemed upset by our conversation. I just wanted answers. Don't we all? You rest up, McNeish. I'll be back to check on you in no time. Wait, before you go. What is it? You can let go of my wrist. I seen that urge to run in your eyes too. Got other places to be. But I gotta tell you about this first. It's important, you see. About Foley. She sees them ladies. Yes, I had a suspicion she might. I picked up immediately she's low-level telepathic. A rare skill in humans, but not completely unheard of. What does it mean? Seeing people the rest of us don't. I'm not sure yet, but it's part of the answer, I think. McNeish, why tell me this? I like Miss Millie, and I know she wouldn't want me repeating what she told me, but I'm worried she don't know what danger she's in. You'll keep her safe, won't you? I'll do my best. That's my ride. Stay safe, McNeish. You're the best card player here, and you owe me a rematch. And keep an eye on things too, will you? Yes, sir. Gotta go. I'm coming. It's a long journey. Should we pass the time with the game? Get a grip of yourself. We aren't children. Then I shall remain reigning I Spy champion. Why must you act the fool? Puts people at ease. Besides, not much acting involved. My inner childish side makes up a fair amount of my adult persona. What's wrong with having fun, Major? There are more important things to do. I beg to differ. Enjoyment and happiness are essential to life. 
All I know are a handful of card games, and they're far from appropriate while I drive. Perhaps conversation would be better? There's something I've been meaning to ask you, Doctor. I wanted your opinion on the importance of belief. Are you asking about my faith? You don't strike me as a religious man. Not in any traditional sense. I'm not sure what answer you want me to give. An honest one. Those are the hardest. What you believe in, yes. Spiritually and, well, in a military sense. I believe in my friends, in the people around me. And when it comes to doing what you're told? You must surely already know my feelings on that. Perhaps I'd like to hear your reasoning. Well, if you must know, this mystical hierarchy of command that you soldiers bend over backwards to follow is like a different language to me. I cannot fathom why you give yourselves over to the blind faith needed to obey orders without first thinking about them. It strikes me as a blow against logic. As Groucho Marx once said, military intelligence is a contradiction in terms. Stern stuff. So why join the fight? To help. To make a difference. To save lives. I've noticed that you've perhaps been thinking about your actions more. What do you mean? Are you accusing me of something? Not at all. Merely an observation that you haven't been sending men back to the front when they aren't ready, even keeping some here when perhaps other majors would have done differently. I used to believe. In all of this, so fully, I could easily justify the fighting. It was for the right reasons. But seeing it up close, they're just boys, Doctor. They're all so young. It's always brave to do what is right. I can't let them... No, she can't be! Ah! Rankin! Ah! Whoa. Doctor? Major, can you hear me? Doctor, is that you? I got us out of the truck, thought it might blow, being wrapped around that tree. Rankin, what happened? What do you remember? We were driving and... The woman... She was right in front of us, stood in the road. I I swerved to avoid hitting her. There was no one there, Rankin. Not that I could see. It was the same woman, the same face. She just appeared out of nowhere. We already thought she had some otherworldly powers. Teleportation isn't out of the question. Are you sure it was the same lady in white you saw before? I've been assuming just the one, but then McNeish said ladies, plural. What if there are more? A whole family... Maybe even an entire species. If only I could see them, that would make this so much easier. But then the clock would be ticking for you, as it is for me. And trust me, you don't want that. I've faced worse odds. Doctor, my life is on the line. I would appreciate it if you refrained from such glibness. Understood. My apologies. Never since I first spotted her, all I've wanted is to not be able to. I wish the lady in white would realize that she's made a mistake and leave. But to show up like that... Why? I presume to let you know that you can't run from her. Rankin, I'm going to do a quick examination, check if you were injured by the crash. You seem lucid, which is good. Any blurred vision? I don't see any head wound, and your eyes seem to follow my pocket torch. Do you have any pain? My chest. It hurts when I breathe. It's possible you've broken a rib. May I? Go ahead. I'd rather know if it's going to kill me ahead of time. You don't suppose she caused the crash to hurry things along? I can't tell the extent of the problem or if it caused any other internal damage here. Can you stand up? We're going to have to move. 
Not only do we need to find some decent medical equipment to check you out properly, but night can't be far off, and I don't fancy sleeping in this forest. Well, you didn't fall over immediately, so it can't be that bad. Some great diagnostic skills you've got. This way. We're about a mile from the command post. That's where the higher-up said Urquhart was based. Come on, Major. Lean on me. Oh, know that song? We could sing it to pass the time. Yes, another reason not to enjoy this walk. Come in. Nice office you've got here. Oh, it's only temporary. Overseeing a few things. Remind me who you are. Smith. Everyone calls me the Doctor. Forgive me if I don't, Smith. Brandy. None for me, thanks. Like to keep a clear head. I trust you won't mind if I do. Ooh, you okay? You seem to be shaking. Nothing of the sort. My eyes rarely deceive me. I'm sensing that isn't your first drink of the day. Are you here to question me? In a way, yes, but on a fact-finding basis. Nothing nefarious. Well, then ask what you came to, but refrain from judgments. It's been a difficult day. We got the order to send men over the top this morning, but some of them didn't get very far. Ah, so it's nerves. Got to keep them in check. Need to keep my head screwed on right. Can't lose my grip. Those Jerry Blighters shot them before they could even take five steps. Snipers and shells and... We could see them. Their bodies from the trench. One soldier, Porter, barely 18 if he's a day, was in tears as he was climbing that ladder. I made him do that. I'm sorry. For you, for your men, for this whole war. How can anyone stomach it? What happened to Porter? I wanted to stop him, but by the time I reacted, he was gone. And I felt so rotten. It was my first time giving the order, and I... I, I don't know how I could do it again. Tell me, Smith, how to be stronger. How can I lead by example? What makes you think I'll be of any use? The way you walked in here, how your eyes hold focus. You know, don't you? You've seen so much. You're someone who knows what fighting and dying is like. You shouldn't be ashamed of being afraid, Captain. In fact, you should use that. Channel your fear. Hold it in your mind. Look deep into it. It's a reminder of why you should keep going. That's what I do. What I've done for as long as I can recall. Where have you been stationed? Everywhere. No matter where you go, it's always the same and it never gets any easier. Lives over in the blink of an eye. Mud a vicious shade of red. All the hope knocked out of you. It makes you wonder whether fighting is ever the answer. How can you say that? It's treason! What were you saying a minute ago? It may not be pleasant watching my men go over the top, knowing they won't all make it, but it must be done. It must. I think that's enough, Brandy Urquhart. What did I say about judgment? Because I am so sick of unsolicited advice from people preaching such cowardice. Violence is not the only way forward. Earlier I had some beauteous harpy try to offer me an easy way out, and now I have you- Sorry, wait. Who said what? Uh, some woman in a white dress. No clue where she came from. And more importantly, she wouldn't tell me. Kept talking in this cryptic drivel about being kind, taking the pain away. Nonsense like that. I turned her down, tried to have her arrested, but... But she disappeared. How did you know that? Are you part of this? You aren't the only one. Oh, I know. She's been talking to everyone in this command post. Offering to take their pain away, end the war for them. Who does she think she is? Depends if you believe the hype. Many of my men do. And now they're gone. I can only assume they ran away, fled into the forest, or who knows. But they're all gone. How many men are left? Go out into the corridor and yell for anyone. Go on, because I'll be surprised if anyone shows. 
Smith, I think us and Rank and maybe a few other bods, we're the only ones left. And that is why I'm having another brandy. Sure, I can't tempt you. I think I'd better find Rankin. Perhaps you'd like to join me when you've finished your drink. Ah, Rankin, here you are. You okay? They checked me out, but then... then that was it. They left. Where have they all gone? Been given a better offer by the ladies in white. Such an ominous name makes them seem a lot more powerful than they probably are. I vote we come up with a better name. They said I only had bruises and cuts, so what kills me? What sort of question is that? Once you see one of the ladies, you only have 24 hours left of life. My day is nearly up. I wish my last moments weren't in some eerie abandoned command post. You need not stay any longer, Major. That's her! She's here, Doctor, in the doorway! Still can't see her. Okay, tell me if I'm about to walk through her. She's moving out of your way. Ah, wanted to test whether she was really here. I am. Shall I give him a nudge? Prove I'm not some ghost? Ooh, I felt that. Tangible, but only visible to the people you choose. Interesting. Gentlemen, I come with an offer. This war has taken so much from you both. You have done your duty and have the scars to prove it. It is time to rest, Edgar. Richard. No one calls me Richard. But it is your name, the one you were born to. Does it not soothe you to hear it? Take you back to a childhood of peace and happiness? I... yes, it does. It can always be like that, with my kindness. What's she saying? She's offering peace and happiness. She's smiling, but I can't help thinking she means to kill us. Not kill, Edgar, but end your torment on this plane of existence. I don't hear a difference. Don't agree to whatever she says. It's most probably a trap. What does she get out of taking your pain away, hmm? Answer the man's question. What do you get? Gain and profit are the pursuits of man. We follow the paths of justice and goodness, both greatly lacking in this bloody and monstrous conflict of yours. How can you stand there and still question what is best? You would rather return to the agony of war? It is our duty, right, Major? Right, Captain. Something just struck me. Why come for everyone here? Why now? Is it a bomb? In a few minutes, an enemy aircraft will be shot down. It will crash into this building. Anyone inside will either be crushed by falling bricks and mortar, or burn alive in the fire that follows. Was I right? Not quite. An enemy aircraft crashing into this building. You really can't see or hear her, can you? No, Urquhart, I can't. So why not come to me? If this command post is a death trap, surely I'm in as much danger as everyone else. We have something else in mind for him. A different path. He is not like you, gentlemen, so the offer must reflect that. Now I can see that. Looks like a door of immense light. I take it I'm supposed to go through, well, not without my friends. I don't see it. Me neither. I'm sorry, Edgar, Richard, but this path is for him alone. Whoa! Now hang on. It's like the wind itself is carrying me. Rankin, Urquhart, be strong. I'll see you. Doctor! Will he be okay? He will be safe. 
Now is the time for you to decide. There is not time for you to run. There has never been time to outrun your destiny. Gentlemen, it is now or never. Will you take my hand and forgo all pains, or remain here and face whatever comes? What is this place? Looks like a frontline trench, but it's quiet, like the grave. You are in our realm now. You will be so very useful to us, Doctor. Our Queen needs your power. She fights so valiantly against this planet's true enemy, the humans. But she is tiring, and the final battle looms ever closer. The humans have such little energy. But you are awash with life, lives even. We must end the suffering. You will help us do that. By giving my energy to your ruler so she can continue to kill the humans? Finally, the veneer falls away and your true nature shows humanity will not end on my watch. You have it the wrong way around. They are the problem, not us. Don't worry, you will see we speak the truth eventually. No, your sacrifice will lead to the betterment of our planet. Ah, no! Stop! You're killing me! Your life force now belongs to us! 